Hello and welcome to the Supernatural Quest Show, where everything is super and it's natural. With the energies that are flowing in today, it's just, uh, it's so incredible moving through all of this uh, energy that makes us want to look to the heavens. If we look around, we get bored. If we look to the sky and to the infinity, we're able to see more of the reality that we were gifted with versus being in a box. It has to do with moving through the elements of our, of our mind, body, spirit. As we look into the last of July, July being the time of the mother, being the time of the celebrated feminine energy, we look at taking care of our own feminine energy. And that's in everyone. That's our right brain. That's our creative mode. That's our intuitive mode. That's our ability to sense and feel what's real in our world or where people are at and what's going on with them. So it's an internal, external exercise. In remembering this, we always want to make sure that from day to day, we find a flow that allows us to move from the stomach, which is where we're at in July, from the stomach energy, that, that third chakra, which is very yellow, and, and the positive is a person who can analyze and face their fears and take the bull by the horns and deal with the day. And the negative is going to be that person who is that yellow-bellied coward. It's going to be that person that's afraid to face up to their reality, afraid to make decisions, afraid to decide if they are ready for another reality or if they are just here and now and, and basically in survive versus thrive. So each and every day, just know that the universe has a universal flow in each month. So as we move from the stomach chakra, we're going to be moving into the heart, into the heart chakra. Now the heart chakra is what we call the four chakra, and it's, uh, it's really, really opaque. It's clear. And this clarity is completely transparent. But most everybody take, will take things to heart, and they think that they have to love from the physical heart, when in fact, the physical heart was created specifically for the individual, like your soul. Your heart and your soul were given to you directly from the Creator. So the Creator really prefers that we not give it away, not re-gift it. Instead, we keep it and we flourish and nourish ourselves with, with the inner understanding, that innate ability to listen to ourself, to reason with ourself, to want to have that time to ourself. And in doing so, we can actually become better acquainted with the reality that we've created. So if you don't ever stop and look at what's right or what's necessary or what's essential for yourself and your own heart, then you're always going to be looking externally for what makes your heart complete. And and that that is not going to work because external validation, well, creates gremlins of the mind. In other words, ex external validation is a creation that's built on fabrication because you have to have that relationship with yourself and guide through your innate 
versus external guidance because then it's impersonal. And when it's impersonal, it really doesn't know who you are. And it cannot be made for an individual like yourself. That's just how God planned it all. That as individuals, as unique as we are, that we must go within to discover our own path. And once we do that, so we start with the stomach and our thinking, not the fearful thinking of the coward, but instead the intellectual thinking. And as we lift that thoughts, those feelings into the heart, we begin to consider first what is good for us. Taking care of your soul, your body is an external validation of your soul. And you take care of your soul, your mind, body, spirit, because it is a trinary reality versus a binary but that's another program. For now, in, in moving into your heart chakra, realize that only you can love your own heart the way you deserve to be loved. And that's God's love. That's unconditional love. And so the only person that should be sitting in your physical heart chakra is you. And let, us, let me explain. Because charity begins at home. You must love yourself. Know yourself appreciate yourself, and be in good company with yourself if you expect other people to feel that radiation. So as we move from the physical heart, the heartbeat that, that every moment lives for us, beats for you, lives for you, thinks of you. So don't try to give that heart away. Don't think about giving it to this person or that situation or that program or that college or, or that profession. No, that's you. don't give it away. You love it. You hold it as dear, as dear, as dear can be. Because as you move up into the throat, the fifth chakra, that fifth chakra is more mental body. It deals more with your conceptual world. It deals more with the positive as, well, you think of the thinker when you think of the positive, true, blue, loyal, consistent honesty. But then when you think of the negative of the blue, that's the inconsistent, singing the blues, whining, victim. So we balance. And when we balance, we bring that energy so that it can move to the next to the next chakra. It's a straight line, white line of pure white light energy that moves from your crown into the soles of your feet and anchors you into the earth. So as this white light moves throughout the whole body, we're talking about how during the month of July, we are working in the stomach with our food, with our essentials, with our comforts, with our thoughts or our fears. And as we balance it, so there's nothing to think about we have faith, we plan, we pray, we prepare, and we live for the day. So we move, and with that lining up, we're able to move into the heart. And once we move into the heart and align ourselves with unconditional love for ourselves, not to judge yourself, not to be out of character with reality, but the fact of the matter is you're a unique individual and no two fingerprints are the same, not even on the same hand or on the same person. So as unique and as individualized as you are, we give that unconditional love within ourself to yourself and, and, and be in that adoration and that inspiration of God's creation within you. Then we move into the throat. We're moving this energy now, moving this energy, not negative, not positive, but directly in the center of the body, right down the midline in the center of the body. And as we do this, we move into the throat and our mental body begins to, again, realize, conceptualize, 
and be completely honest with ourselves and that there's nothing to make up. There's nothing to want to create outside of ourselves because everything is within. It's innately given. So in knowing this and speaking the truth and being in honesty, and if you have some inconsistencies and you have some things that you feel like you've been victimized, it's okay to realize it, to forgive it. In other words, I forgive you, you forgive me, I choose peace with all thoughts, feelings, with all dispositions that are less than loving, do the forgiveness This will dissolve the hooks and cords of these words, these spells, these thoughts. So as we begin to move through the throat chakra, up into what we call the sixth chakra, from the fifth to the sixth. And the sixth is most often referred to as the third eye, simply because it's the master gland, the pituitary. And the pituitary gland sits between the eyebrows. So this is the eye when you dream and you're asleep and you dream and you have these dreams and you see things. And actually, as you engage your pineal, the seventh chakra, you see, you hear, you feel, you experience that dream lividly. So the sixth chakra for now is an indigo blue, like a like a pink blue, purple blue. It's indigo. And this indigo energy, once you begin to meditate... Now, when I say meditate, some of you might want to meditate. Just imagine yourself in a meadow. Imagine yourself just lying in a field with a green grass and all those yellow chamomile flowers, looking into a blue sky with puffy white clouds with emerald green trees around you. Begin to visualize yourself in nature. And this is what I call meditating. So while you meditate, it's an opportunity to align your mind with source, align your mind with the flow of nature, with the trinary. You align your mind so that your body can be at one peacefulness, to be in a place where it can relax and, and feel the love, receive the love. This is all internal. You, the external validation, again, is, is really not going to work at this point. So you either meditate, and if you move beyond meditation, then you can move into meditation, meta, taking your mind and taking that mind to a point of still point, what I call level one, and others too, such as Robert Monroe, um, and other great, um, how should I say, experiencers, other great metaphysicians, seers, sages. So with your eyes closed, you look at the back of your eyelids, directly behind your eyelids. Do not look around, up and down. Hold your eyes and your focus straight ahead, just like you're looking into a kaleidoscope. And eventually, that kaleidoscope will actually, will actually begin to shift. Now, in the beginning, yes, it might be cloudy. In the beginning, it very well may become, um, purple clouds, or cartoon characters, or a movie and some images, or maybe people or things that you're not aware of and you're not sure of what exactly that might be. Do not look around the arena. Instead, continue to look forward. You may, yes, look peripheral. You want to work on looking peripheral because in peripheral vision, you're able to see what's in front of you and to the sides. There's no need to look. 
once you master this reality, the visuals in front of you will download all the junk, garbage in, garbage out, and then it will begin to reveal to you what it specifically has designed for you to see. Your innate intelligence has created information and upgrades for you, but you can't be working your computer. You know that. Your computer says, well, we want to upgrade. Would you like to do it now or um, do it in 30 minutes or at 3 o'clock in the morning? What I'm saying is right here, right now, I want you to go to level one, look at the back of your eyelids, look straight ahead with your eyelids closed, so you're like in, looking at the back of your eyelids, and see what moves through your mind's eye. Master looking at your peripheral view, just like you're driving a car. You can drive, look in the rear view mirror, side view mirror, and straight ahead of you all at the same time. You know you can do it. And that's how you meditate in the beginning for level one. You want to get to level one. And in level one, that's when you get rid of all garbage in, garbage out, all the unnecessary images your subconscious has programmed and stuck into your mind's eye and your thought system. So we're downloading, emptying out the files, getting the recycle out, defrag, just emptying. Now, we're still in the sixth chakra. We're still working on our meditation skills. And as we do, we begin to grow with understanding that the more we focus and do this more often, the easier it becomes. I'm not even going to mention open-eyed meditation at the moment. Right now, let's just work with eyes closed. And you're just going to view what comes into your view. Don't push it. Don't rush it. Now, there are some people out there that they want, might want to do natural chemicals that will assist in opening this third eye. Before you venture into that territory, I suggest that you find yourself <clears throat> a bright light. And in this bright light, close your eyes. In the bright light, it can be a lamp, it can be the sun. Just close your eyes and pull your hand in front of your eyes. Just say, well, down to your nose and up, up beyond your eyebrows to your forehead, back and forth. And you're going to see a shadow move. You're going to see a shadow move. And once you see that shadow move, it's your hand moving back and forth. It's your third eye, remember. And once you see that shadow move, that's where you will go from this point on to achieve your meditation skills. Okay, you're just beginning. It's okay. But it's important for you to understand where you're at. You're in your subconscious. You're really in your superconscious. You're really moving through uh, getting rid of the beta waves of thinking and moving into your alpha and then your delta, your theta, your gamma. You're moving into brain waves that will allow you to access parts of your mind, your memory, the experience of your energy body, your spirit body. Because you're more than just a soul. You're a spirit. Yes, this, your body is the, is the energy, um, the solid matter creation of your soul. Your spirit is the source. It's your innate intelligence that manages to work between mind, body, spirit. So the innate is what we call the Christ consciousness. Because the Christ consciousness knows one thing and one thing only, and that's how to love. It pours on the love. And it was given to you on the 
day you were conceived, and it will be with you throughout your infinite journey. So it's time to get to know yourself, get to know what that innate love feels like, because once you feel it, once you taste it, once you experience it, there will not be another person, place, thing, or situation externally that can ever take you to that elevation, that can ever take you to that revelation, that can ever allow you to understand the bridge between matter and mind, between visible and invisible, between mind, body, spirit. It's the glue. So, begin with simple, short meditations of closing your eyes, breathing. Always say a prayer every day before you leave for the day or move around and before you close your eyes to sleep. You want to seal your light body. Who do you work for? Every day I say, I am happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, and enlightened. And I'll often say with a brilliant mind and sense of humor. So you can add as you like and as you grow. So as we move through the third eye, I'm just giving you a few tools to help access it before you sleep, before you wake, during the day in your meditations, or your meditation if you're too antsy and fidgety to get quiet. So third eye, or what we commonly refer to as the sixth chakra. Chakra now is an, India, uh, an Indian word from India, which means spinning wheels of light. And so each chakra, and you have seven on the inside and seven on the outside. But each chakra, and we're working with the inner, uh, the inner chakras now, and I haven't even begun with the first, but we're just talking about from that um, third chakra up for now, since we're in the time of transforming the, the stomach, the emotional body into the heart and the feeling body. Okay, so as we begin to use our tools with meditation, we, and I'm open, you know, just don't, don't PM me. Instead, do a text with, um, through, through Facebook or any other avenue that you'd like to, but I'd rather text it and we can save it for a show or if it's simple, I'll be glad to guide you at that time. So now we're in the sixth chakra uh, and this is between the eyebrows, this third eye, and it's an indigo blue. And so from the indigo, we move into the top of the head, the little soft spot in the baby's skull. This little soft spot is what we call the pineal. Now, the pineal gland, depending on where you're at. Now, if you're in, if you're in the uh, in the Western states, um, in, in, you're going to, uh, or, or, or I'm saying the United States. Let's just say if you're in 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 the West, you're going to be considering the pituitary at the sixth and the seventh as the pineal. If you're in Eastern philosophy, it's just the opposite. You have your pineal and your pituitary. But if you actually look at the cross section of the brain, the two are so, I, they're just so close together. They work together like bread and butter. They work together like inhalation and exhalation. You know, that Ida Pingaila, it all moves. It's the uh, kundalini energy that moves through the body. So we're trinary. The last, the seventh chakra, the one we we're going to talk about lastly here, is, uh, is, is violet. It's the crown chakra. It's where wisdom sits. It's often called the cave of Brahma or the Buddha, where the Buddha uh, is anchored. Um, the seventh chakra, I consider it to be the sanctuary of the body, of the soul. It's the dome. 
and it's where we hold our our source energy. It's where we work to the front of our brain, to our God brain, so that we are able to see the big picture, so that we're able to um, be in, a, I would say, in, connu- in communication, in connection, and in revelation with our higher self, with the innate. Because um, the innate works all over the whole body. I think Bruce Lee said, put it the best when he said, um, if you're a hand, your energy becomes a hand. If you're a foot, your energy becomes a foot. If you're a mind, your energy becomes the mind. And he goes, to really master your energy, make it like water so that it flows throughout your whole body without ever stopping at one place or part in your body so that you are your whole body as well as your energy body at one time. So just remember that if we begin and stick ourselves into a chakra for too long, then we begin to feel stuck and then we get either angry or sad and then we we create angry or sad situations to help us move. So that's the second, the seventh chakra being the crown chakra. And the seventh is um, the, 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 like I said, the, the wisdom aspect of, of living. If the, And as we move from the seventh, the eighth chakra is above the head. So if you hold your hands in the air and and put your hands like over, like you're holding your head in the air, put your hands down, that's where your eighth chakra is. The Indians, you would always see them praying. You'd see their backside with their hands up to the heavens. And right where your hands flatten out above your head, that's the eighth chakra. In the invisible, but in the visible, the eight chakra in its lowest form of vibration, in its wheel of light, in its lowest form of vibration, is called the thymus. The thymus is green, and the thymus sits in right in the what we call the breastbone, right in the chest. I know in nature you will see the the gorilla beat his chest. You know, you just see him that old uh, ancient. Um, they're beating their chest to show how tough they are or how proud they are. But in reality, um, the thymus is the gland that is like rocket fuel. And when you tap it, the thymus tap, when you tap it, it releases the toxins between the head and the body and it moves them out of the body. So it's like jet rocket fuel. So when you ever see a gorilla in the wild beating its chest, it's not saying, I'm the bad, Billy bad in the forest. Instead, he's saying, I am in process of beginning to whip your butt. Because as soon as I finish beating my, my chest, I'm getting ready to beat your butt. They're powering up. And, and so in the day when you need power, don't hesitate to do that thymus tap. Just tap on your breastbone and allow it to be free from the, the energy that can get trapped there. Um, and that's by breathing. If you get under stress, you kind of, <gasps> and you hold your breath. And you walk around all day with that, <gasps> kind of energy. But just remember, take a deep breath, hold it for 17 seconds, take a deep breath and then a breath on top of it. And then you take an extra and hold it. 17 seconds holding your breath and then that will release you from breathing in your upper chest because you really want to breathe through your kidneys. You want to breathe throughout the lower lungs all the way into what we call the kidney breathing. So, Your thymus gland is your sacred heart. Thy will must be done. 
So you hold yourself in your physical heart, in the fourth chakra, unconditional love. I love you, self, no matter what, whether you're thick or thin, whether your hair is there or not, whether you're young and flexible or old and stiff, whether you're this or that, I don't care. You're uniquely you and I love you. And this is what you need to be telling yourself and understanding and being unconditional with yourself on a daily basis. When it comes to other people, your family, your mate, you know, your friends, um, those people that you experience in your life as being near and dear. Those people, and even the ones you consider special, which that's another show, I want you to put them into your thymus because that is really called the ascension process. When you can take everybody and everything you hold into your you hold in your heart that can give you a heartache, that can break your heart, that can make you a bleeding heart. I want you to take all of those people, places, things and situations Bless them. I forgive you. You forgive me. I'm going to exalt you into my sacred heart, into the Christ heart. Where the Christ, where that loving spirit, that loving light, because Christ is the vibration of 528 hertz. It's the love frequency. I'm going to raise you into the love frequency where you can feel my light. You can feel my love. You can feel the passion that I have for living. I share that with you. Okay, that's what we call compassionate love. And you give it to yourself first in the fourth chakra. And then as you mature into innate appreciation and love and adoration for life and yourself, then you exalt the rest of the world into that sacred space. Okay, so I don't want to hear about, you know, heartaches and broken hearts and loneliness because I'll tell you you're looking for external love you're looking for external satisfaction external peace external validation and it's just going to turn you into a gremlin and gremlins have a really hard time because it's tough to be a gremlin in today's world (laughs) all right so mainly we wanted to talk about getting you into a space and time where you're able to ascend with your mind, body, spirit into that trinary energy. And shortly, we'll be working on, um, well, in the next few. So it's gonna, I'm going to send it out on going through all of the chakras, all of the spinning wheels, and how when they manifest, they become organs. When they manifest, they become actual physical visceral organs and glands. But when they're spinning at their highest vibration in that state of love, they become pure light. Hue is an energy, and we are energy beings. With that, I want you to take time out in your day to meditate or meditate and say your prayers every day, just letting Source know who you work for and and who you care about. Until then... I'll give you my blessings and my heartfelt love, warmth, and happy, healthy ways and days.